Hello, beautiful people, fellow truth seekers, friends, enemies, literally anyone is welcome in the brave new world order. I am your host, Brandon Saint One. Thank you for joining me today for episode two of the Deep Dive series. And today, I'm going to take a look at Serge Manast and his famous published book, Project Bluebeam. And along the way, I found a nice document also published by him called the Toronto Protocols, which we will be taking a nice look at as well. So thank you for joining me for episode two of the Deep Dive series about Serge Manast and Project Bluebeam. Serge Manast and Project Bluebeam, this shit is legit. This is like one of my favorite OG conspiracy theories, and it seems to pop up a lot because of what's going on in the world about, you know, you know what's going on in the world. Come on. We all know. Plus all the disclosure stuff that's going on and how they came out with the report, Pentagon, whoever came out with the report. It was bullshit anyway. I don't even care who came out with it. It was bullshit. They pretty much rebranded UFOs to UAPs. They rebranded that shit and then erased like a hundred years of, of like, ufologists and all their work and all the hard work that a lots of people have done in the field not just like the crazy guy out in the field on the farm i'm talking like legit people who have been doing research into ufos and all that stuff they pretty much just got it just erased it didn't even matter in their report or anything like that so with all that going on i think it is worth taking a look into all of this again at this moment in time so, Project Bluebeam, four-stage plant set forth by NASA and the UN to enslave humanity and usher in the New World Order with the Antichrist leading the masses. And how are they going to do that? Well, they're going to do that, I guess. They're going to try. And their first step is the breakdown of what we know about our belief and about our religion and about our archaeological discoveries and about all the writings and everything that we know about our faith and spirituality because they're going to usher in a new age spirituality and they're going to have an antichrist at the forefront of it that's going to deceive everybody into following and pretty much enslaving themselves and they're going to use technology to do this and they're going to use earthquakes and they're going to use global warming threats we're already seeing the uptick in natural disasters as they're claiming which i think if you go and you look at historical records is there's not much difference in hurricanes and tornadoes and and actual climate change as a natural cycle like there is climate change and humans most likely are contributing to at some point but i don't really trust the government to take the reins and to make us do stuff that they say is for our greater good and for the greater good of the collective. I don't buy that shit. So, okay, if there is global warming, I don't trust them to handle it. That's that's my take on that. So they're going to definitely use all that shit and it's going to be covered and masked by natural disasters and stuff. That is definitely happening. If they find artifacts and archaeological evidence that debunks or just puts, you know puts the wrench in our beliefs, our people's beliefs. I don't know what you believe. 
what anybody's beliefs and kind of breaks down religion. That seems to be definitely breakdown of spirituality and something greater than yourself seems to be definitely a breakdown of that happening. So a lot of what I've uncovered in my research into this blue beam in the Toronto protocols definitely is like parallel to what's happening in the world now. So it's definitely eye-opening in Look at these documents that I post in the show notes for yourself. Read them. Make up your own mind. It's pretty pretty eye-opening stuff. I tried to look around to see if there was any debunking of the Toronto Protocols document that I will be reading. And I have not really found anything that says it was a fake or anything like that. So I like to do that too because I'm not going to just buy anything hook, line, and sinker right off the bat. Just saying that. I've been saying that in almost every episode just to clear that up and I'll probably continue to keep saying that. So that being said, I got off track like I will do. I have done and that's part of it. It's part of the fun. It's part of the exploring and discovering the truth is to kind of go a little wacky for a minute and then rein yourself back in. So let's get back to it here with stage two of Project Blue Beam. According to Serge Manast is a gigantic space show using 3D holographic laser projections and sounds to trick people into believing in their new god. According to him, quote, the show will consist of laser projections of multiple holographic images to different parts of the world, each receiving a different message according to predominating regional and national religious faiths. From the depths of space, astonished followers of the various creeds will witness their own return messiah, and spectacularly convincing lifelike realness, unquote. So that sounds pretty fucking out there. But uh, it sounds doable with technology and stuff that we don't know about that they have and and maybe all the, the shit that if you go on YouTube and stuff, you can see different uh, UFO sightings and weird fucking weird shit. So we, you never know what they got. So then he goes on to say, that all of the depictions of the Messiah that we everybody sees, their each own Messiah returning, will merge into one, into one God, and then this God will be the Antichrist, who will explain that all the various scriptures that everybody has been following have been misunderstood, and that all their religions are responsible for turning brother against brother, nation against nation. And therefore, the world's religions must be abolished to make way for the golden age. So that's pretty That's pretty out there. But it sounds very New World Order-ish, is to use something to unite everybody under one umbrella. One thing. Fear people and scare people into one way of doing everything. Just like the past couple years, we've seen it. We've seen the, the, the mentality, the hive mind... We've seen them make the other in almost every situation. The other, the one, the ones that don't follow, that don't fall in line with everything. We've seen it happening. So, stage three of Project Blue Beam is to use telepathic two way communication technology and low frequency radio waves into each individual person's mind. And get them to believe that their God is talking to them individually. 
and get them to shape their beliefs to match those taught by this new age religion that is ushered in by their antichrist. So it will be mind control, and they'll think God is talking to them, the voice of God. And according to him, quote, the microwave beam generated by the device is moderated at audio frequencies and can broadcast voices directly into the brain, unquote. So shit is going to get fun. It already seems like they might not even need to beam anything into anybody's brain. It seems like I mentioned earlier, the hive mind is pretty easy to, it's pretty easy to get, but they can't get us all. So they do maybe, I don't know. We'll see. You just never know with these maniacs. But the fourth and final stage of Project Blue Beam is to usher in the fake alien invasion where they deceive everybody on Earth into believing that they're going to be destroyed by an, an incoming alien attack. And this, obviously, right, unites everybody, right? I don't know. Just ask Ronald Reagan. He said it. But they're going to do a fake alien invasion and also the fake rapture. Both of these events happening, I don't know, at the same time. It doesn't really mention if they happen simultaneously or one after another. But it's this is what's going to get everybody on their hands and knees begging for their salvation from the Antichrist. And that's when they enslave everybody into the New World Order. And that is Project Bluebeam, according to Serge Manast. So that's pretty fucking good shit right there, I'd say. I love that kind of stuff. It's interesting. It's fun to think about. Sit back and think about what these people are capable of doing. And if... Are they capable of pulling something like that off? I don't know. Well, look what they did the past couple of years. Hmm. Makes you wonder. So... That is some good, good, good conspiracy talk right there. I hope anyone listening, if there is anyone listening, I hope that you find this stuff as interesting as I do. It's fucking pretty awesome. I think so. Going down the rabbit holes and seeing the world from a different perspective. It's fucking beautiful. So that being said, let's take a look at Serge Manast and who he was. It's very, very limited information of this man other than he published these works, Project Blue Beam and the Toronto Protocols 666, which I have, and I'm going to read from that a little bit, which is pretty awesome. So he published these works. He, he created quite a stir. He was not that old. He was born in 1945, and then he was killed, or he suffered a heart attack after being detained, the day after being detained. And alone at home. So what can you say about that? I don't know. Maybe he was killed. Maybe he just died of a heart attack. But according to some of the stuff I looked up, like I said, I can't find much. He had children. They were taken from him. And the state took them from him. And that's when he was arrested. And he died. So I don't know what happened to his children. I tried finding some information on the children. I think there was two of them. Can't find anything on this man. It's very little information. Most of his writings were in French, but you can find Blue Beam and you can find the Toronto Protocols. But everything else, it's very hard to find information on this guy. And that's probably done on purpose. It's the reason for it. That we can't, we, we try to go down these rabbit holes and it's very hard. It's very, very hard to find. I mean, you can go to Wikipedia and of course, you know, 
Wikipedia is going to tell you that he was anti-Semitic or something like that. Like everybody, which is ridiculous because, I mean, maybe some people are. I can't speak for, for a dead person or I can't speak for anybody. But, I mean, I, I find it hard to believe that every single person who's into conspiracies is anti-Semitic when that's ridiculous. I never even thought of it that way. I just look at it as power. People who have power, no matter what, what part of what what race or any religion or anything they are, it doesn't matter. It's the it's the power and the the, the control and the the lust to enslave is the problem. I don't give a fuck where it comes from. But yeah, it always seems that when you look at Wikipedia, and that's a pattern. So, but according to his Wikipedia, you know, he was member of the Social Credit Party of Canada. And he was also um, the founder of the Free Press Agency, and that's where he published the Toronto Protocols. So he had, he suffered untimely fate, like many people, like William Cooper and other truth-seeking individuals. And these people might, you know, a lot of times they're not right all about a lot of stuff, but at least they are trying to figure this world out. I give people credit for trying to figure the world out. That's all you can ever ask. So people to be open-minded. Serge Manast and Project Bluebeam are pretty good shit. I love them. And this Toronto Protocols document is pretty eye-opening stuff. It is from the International Free Press Agency Intelligence Report by Serge Manast in 1997. And I'm just going to read this whole thing. If you want to go through it with me, it's pretty awesome. End of June 1967, and this is Serge Manas speaking right now, and then it gets into the document that he found called Bread and Circus 1967. So at first, he says, end of 1967, in Montreal, there is Expo 67 in Ottawa. There are the final preparations for the centenary of the Confederation in the U.S. It is the challenge of the Vietnam War and through the country, the flower power. Flower power, see? The hippie movement wasn't on an accident. It was a psyop. Right there, he says it. I mean, it doesn't prove anything, but I mean, this goes way back. This speculation about all that stuff being CIA and probably beyond CIA, above even the CIA. Okay, back to this. We are close to the events of May 1968. In France, the explosion of nationalism in Quebec, the Woodstock Festival in the U.S., but at the same time, the end of June 1967 marks the final preparations for the development of the plan of the fall of nations by the highest levels of Anglo-Saxon Freemasonry in Toronto, Canada. This secret meeting, highly confidential, is organized by the 666. And he writes that as, Six dot six dot six dot, and he and he puts in parentheses. So they call themselves, i.e., those who run the six largest banks in the world, the six largest energy consortiums on the planet, including the oil, and the six largest consortium of agriculture and food, which controls the main food roads of the world. So this 666, being the most senior international financiers, will divine, define within their meeting a common strategy for absolute control over world trade, 
on the possession of the energy weapon, the open gateway of the 21st century, and the international control of the food, which also includes for them the pharmaceutical companies, which include, in turn, the global market for vitamins and vaccines. Right, right there. Awesome. That's Serge Manast from way back in the 90s talking about vitamins and vaccines. He goes on to say, their plan boils down to three major themes, the economic, the political, and the social policy for the 70s and 80s. If, if successful, it must inevitably, inevitably lead to the capture of global power by implementing the new world order, the same which U.S. President George Bush will do much to promote in the early 90s. The title of the document of the 666, Panem and Circuses, from Bread and Circus Games, from the old Roman phrase to describe how the emperors used to entertain and feed the masses so that they would be distracted from taking any interest in politics. So, fuck yeah, that's dope. I like that shit right there. So, globist, Globalist Project Goal, the vital genocide for the benefit of the hidden profit. Project financing means, among other things, use of humanitarian aid, international food aid, and to fund the multinationals of the 666. So... Getting into the nitty-gritty of the document, Bread and Circus, 1967. And this is what the document states. None of this is me. This is all from the document of what Serge Manas said that he uncovered. And he said he went to some crazy great lengths to obtain these documents. But this is what it says. Bread and Circus, 1967. All the historic periods having led to the decline of civilizations were quite marked without exception by the spirit of the wandering people. Today, we have to make so that this spirit is translated by a world society of the leisure under all its forms. This leisure has to consist of the sex, of the drugs, of the sport, of the travel, and all leisure activities in general. But it must be accessible to all the sectors of society. The man has to manage to believe that it is modern and that this modernity consists of his capacity and his possibility of being able to enjoy much and now all which surrounds him. So just overstimulate humans into pleasure like Brave New World and dumb them down so they don't care about anything but their Xbox and their video games and their Marvel and their Disney and that's all they care about, and that's how they identify. Perfect. Looks like these people were on point. If you look around you, looks like they knew. They knew how to social engineer for sure. Keep moving on here. To achieve this objective, it is imperative to be able to infiltrate the medias. Radio, television, newspapers. Social media wasn't out then, so it wasn't listed, but you know that's part of it. That's the main part of it. Settings of fashion and culture, circles of new music by which we will influence for sure all the layers of Western societies, thus taking under the control of the senses of the youth. Tomorrow's adults, we will have consequently 
the way clear for infiltrating and transform in depth without being disturbed the politics and the legal system and the education and thus allowing us to radically change the course, the future direction of societies covered by our plan. The populations, we know it, do not have any historical memory. They tirelessly repeat mistakes of the past without realizing that these mistakes had driven their forefathers before them to the same forfeitures and they will live for the worse before the end of this century. See, for example, that their grandfathers had lived at the beginning of this century thanks to the relentless work of our predecessors. After having experienced, without limitations, the liberation of the morals, the abolition of the morality, in other words, the wandering of the spirit, they experienced the economic crisis and then the war. Today, their grandchildren and their children will go straight to an outcome similar, even worse, because this time, he will finally allow us to establish our new world order. But none of them are able to realize this. They will all be too preoccupied to excessively satisfy their most primary sensual needs. A standard generally more important, and that has already proven itself at the beginning of this century, in the construction and implementation of the communist system by the late lamented senior officers of our lodges, is the profitability of the exception. In principle, we know the exception proves the general rule that is contrary to it. But in our vocabulary, it is the exception that should be imposed to all. We need to make sure to make exceptions in different spheres of the society as being new rules. Appl applicable to all conditions, a primary objective of all the future social protests carried out by the nation's youth. Okay. Whether or not you believe in conspiracy theories or not, you can definitely see that the exception is becoming the rule in society. Seems that way to me. Pay attention to women's sports and certain things that are happening in that where the exception is becoming the rule. The inversion of everything. So whether or not this shit is all bullshit, it's... On point, it's on point with, with what its general ideas are, whether or not this Serge Manas guy made all this shit up. He definitely knew about power and what they're capable of doing. So, real or not, it has a lot of real shit to be looking out for. So, moving on, where were we? Oh, yeah. Thus, exception will become the fuse by which all the historical society will collapse on itself in shortness of breath and in unprecedented confusion. The foundations of the Western society in their essence originate in a straight line from the Judeo-Christian heritage. It is precisely this same heritage which made of family the node, the cornerstone of all existing social structure, our predecessors, who had financed the revolutionary writers of the late 19th century and early 20th century had understood the importance to divide and to shatter the vital nucleus if they wanted to in Russia to succeed in setting up the new communist system at the time. And that is precisely what they did by making meticulously produced by nonconformist philosophers and writers at the time a manifesto to the glory of the God-state which shall have the absolute priority on the individual 
on the family. To end with certainty in the construction of a world government, a new community world order where all the individuals without exception will be subjected to the world state of the new order. We have to, first of all, remove the family. What will entail at the same moment the disappearance of the ancestral religious teachings. And in the second place, level all the individuals by removing social classes in particular. Middle classes. By removing social classes. In particular, removing the middle class. But we have to proceed in such a way that all these changes appear as arising from the popular will. And that they have the appearance of the democracy. Our democracy. See? Shit's deep. In using isolated cases, but amplifying them to the extreme with the help of student protests infiltrated by us, journalists favorable to our cause and politicians purchased, we will be able to put in place new organizations having all the appearance of the modernity as an office of child protection protected by a charter of rights and freedoms. For the success of our world plan, the red plan, it is necessary for us to implant in all the Western societies of the 70s, the offices for the protection of children, among which the officials, which will be freshly out of universities after they've been freshly brainwashed, will comply literally without proper judgment, the Charter of the Rights of the Child. Who will dare to oppose this without being identified at the same time with the barbarians of the Middle Ages? Who would dare oppose that? Who would dare speak out when somebody just wants to help the children? They use the children always. It's always what about the children? And that is they use emotions and fear. And what better tool to use than children? Who wants a child to be harmed? Not me. So they'll use that. So you have to be aware. Because the road to hell is paved with good intentions, my friends. Truer words have never been spoken or written or wherever that comes from. I truly believe that. Okay, so this charter painstakingly developed in our lodges. We will finally eliminate any parental authority in the family by shattering people fiercely opposed to one another for the protection of their personal interests. It will encourage children to denounce parents very authoritarian because too traditional too religious. That right there. This sounds very familiar. It sounds very, very familiar to me. I don't know about you. Let me know. Comment, email, all that stuff. I'd love to hear from anybody that's listening. Your thoughts on any of this stuff. Feedback, any of that. Okay, moving on. It will contribute thus to subjecting parents to a collective psychosis of fear which inevitably will cause, in a general way in society, a relaxation of parental authority. Thus, we shall have succeeded in the first instance to produce a society similar to that of Russia of the 50s, where the children denounced their parents to the state. And this, without anyone noticing, thereby transferring to the state the parental role, will be much easier Thereafter, of us to monopolize one by one all the responsibilities that had been, until, until to date, the exclusive responsibility of the parents. This is how we can make be 
considered by all as an abuse against children, the traditional religious education of the Judeo-Christian origin. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. This shit is good. In the same time, but at another level, we shall make register in the highest laws of the nations than all the religions, the worship, and the religious practices of any kind, including the witchcraft and the magic, must all be respected in the same way as the others. Hmm, that sounds pretty good too, concerning the rise of Wiccan and Pagan and people who consider themselves witches and all that bullshit lately. This will then be of a disconcerting ease than to transfer this role of the state in relation to the child to the highest international body such as the United Nations. Understand this well. Our goal is not to protect children or anyone from another, but to cause the collapse and the subsequent fall of nations, which are a major obstacle to the implementation of our new world order. That is why the Office of Child Protection must be invested with absolute legal authority. They must be able to, as they see fit, but always under the pretext of protecting the child to remove them from their original home environments and place them in family backgrounds or foreign government centers that have been established for our internationalist principles and religions. Therefore, it will complete the final breaking of the Western family unit. For without the protection and monitoring of the original parents, these children will be permanently handicapped in their psychological and moral development and consequently represent natural prey easily adaptable to our global aspirations. For guaranteed success of such an enterprise, it is essential that civil servants working in these offices in the service of the state are young, without past experience, imbued with theories which we know empty and ineffective and especially should be obsessed with the missionary spirit of the great protectors of children at risk. Because for them, all parents must represent as potential criminals, potential hazards to the welfare of the child here considered to be a god. Wow. That is something else. An office of child protection and bill of rights of the child have no reason to be without children at risk. In addition, the exceptions and the historical examples used for their implementation eventually sooner or later up disappearing if they were not constantly fed with new cases occurring on an ongoing basis. In this sense, we must infiltrate the education system of the nations in order to make disappear under the cover of modernity and evolution the teaching of religion, history, and good manners while diluting at the same time under an avalanche of new experiments in the milieu of education, that of the language and mathematics. In this way, by removing from the younger generations any basis and any moral boundary, all knowledge of the past and therefore any national pride, so all respect for others, all power and knowledge of the language of science and thus reality, we will help build a youth largely disposed to all forms of crime. And this new universe fragmented by the fear of parents in their abandonment of all responsibility regarding their children, we will have a clear path to form in our own way and according to our primary objectives, a youth where arrogance, contempt, humiliation of others will be considered as a new basis of affirmation of self and freedom. Cancel culture. 
sounds a lot like that to me. I don't know. Tell me what you think. But we know from past experience, even that a similar youth is already doomed to self-destruction because this is fundamentally individualistic, so an anarchist by definition. In this sense, it cannot possibly represent a solid basis for the continuation of any society whatsoever, and even less a sure value for the care of its elderly. In the same vein, it is also imperative to create a charter of rights and individual freedom in the Office of Citizen Protection by dangling to the masses that these innovations are part of the modern and of the new societies of the 20th century. In the same manner, at the same time, but at another level, to pass new laws for the respected individual freedom, as in the case of the family, but on the level of the society, these laws will come into conflict with the rights of the community, thereby leading the societies mentioned right to their self-destruction. Because here, the inversion is complete. It is no longer society. It's no longer the right of the majority that must be protected against individuals that can threaten, but rather the right of the individual, which needs to be protected against the potential threats of the majority. This is the goal that we set. To complete the breakdown of the family, the education system, thus the society in general, it is essential to encourage the sexual freedom at all levels of Western society. It is necessary to reduce the individual, therefore the masses, to the obsession of satisfying their primal instincts by all possible means. We know that this step represents the culmination by which any society will eventually collapse on itself. Had it not been so in the Roman Empire at its height, and similar to all civilizations throughout history, by men of science and the laboratories funded by our lodges, we have managed to develop chemical process that will revolutionize all the Western societies and relegate to oblivion forever moral principles and religious Judeo-Christians. This process in pill form will open the way wide to the sexual freedom without consequences and push the women of the nations to want to break with what will then be perceived as the yoke of the past, the slavery of women subjected to men and your traditional Judeo-Christian family. Wow. So much, like, so much is is just spot on. Whether, like I said, this is bullshit or this was just a complete fabricated document, it definitely is spot on. Formerly center and pivot of the family unit, the modern woman, now as an independent individual, wants to break with its traditional role, break away from the family, and lead her life according to their own personal aspirations. Nothing more natural, we know. But where will we intervene strongly? Where we intervene strongly, it will be to infiltrate all the new feminine protest movements by pushing their logic to its extreme limits of consequence. And these limits can be found already registered in the definitive breakdown of the traditional family in Judeo-Christian society. This sexual liberation will be the ultimate means by which it will be possible to us to remove the popular consciousness. Any reference to the good and to the evil, the collapse of this religious and moral barrier will permit us to finish the process of the false liberation of man's past, but which in reality is a form of slavery that will be profitable to our globalist plans.
this open door for the encouragement of sexual freedom to the divorce, to abortion, on demand, to legal recognition of diverse forms of homosexuality will help us to radically change the historical basis of the legal right of the societies. It be a major asset to push for all of the individuals and a general relaxation of the morals to divide the individuals as compared against each other, according to their instincts and their own interests, to destroy the future of the youth by pushing the adverse experiences of early sexuality and the abortions and to break morally the future generations by pushing them to alcoholism, different drugs, and, and then into suicide. That it be considered by a youth disillusioned and abandoned to themselves as being the chivalrous end. Chivalrous end. Let us deceive the youth of the nation by showing him to their parents as being irresponsible, atheistic, immoral, searching after all only for the pleasure, for the escape, and for wild satisfaction of their instincts at the price of the lie, the hypocrisy, and the treason. Let us make of the divorce and the abortion a new social custom accepted by all, thus encouraging him to criminality under all the forms and to take refuge in different groups out of reach of the family environment that it will perceive inevitably as being a threat for its own survival, the social fabric being so upset forever it will be possible to us from then on to act on politics and economic of nations to subject them in our thank you to come there to accept of strength our plans of a new world order, because it is well necessary to acknowledge the nations deprived that they will be then to be able to count on a strong youth, on a society where the individuals grouped around a common ideal, strengthened by the indestructible moral ramparts, would have been able to provide its historical support, can only abdicate to our global will. Wow, man. This is some crazy, crazy shit. I love it. It's like definitely some fucking some foresight this person had. These this I mean, if they, they it's if it's made up, I'm saying if this is fake, then it would be some fucking foresight. And if it's not fake, then that's crazy. And these people are like you know, you know what these people are doing. Okay, so where was I? Thus, we can inaugurate what was so much announced by our past creations, the communist system which prophesied a world revolution set into motion by all the rejected of the earth, and Nazism by which we had announced a new world order for 1,000 years. That is our ultimate goal, the work rewarded for all the valorous dead and labor for its accomplishment for centuries, saying it loud and clear, all the brothers of all the lodges past died in the anonymity, anonym, however you say that word, for the realization of this ideal to us is now possible to touch with fingertips. These people are fucking nuts. It is well recognized by all that the man, once after having assured their basic needs, food, clothing, and shelter, is much more inclined to be less vigilant. Let us allow him to lull his conscience while orienting to our way his mind, creating in himself pure peace of favorable economic conditions. Therefore, during this period of 70 years where our agents will infiltrate all over the different spheres of society to accept our new standards in education, legal, law, soci social policy, and we will make sure to spread him around an economic climate of confidence. 
70 years, so 70 years from, we're in this right now, labor for all, the opening of credit for all, leisure for all will be our bogey for the illusion, illusion creation of new social class, the middle class. Because once our objectives reached, the class in the middle between the secular poor and we the rich, we will definitely remove by cutting off all means of survival. This way, we shall make nation states the new parents of the individuals through this reliable climate where our international agents will have done what's necessary to push aside any specter of world war. We shall encourage the excessive centralization for the state. In this way, the individuals can acquire the impression of a total freedom to explore while the legendary burden of personal liabilities will be transferred to the state. Thus, it will be possible to sharply increase the burden of the state by multiplying without any limit body of intellectual public servants. Insured for years in advance of material security, they will consequently perfect for ex executors of governmental authority, in other words, of our power. Thus, creating an impressive body of officials who in itself will form a government within the government. Hmm, a deep state? Irrespective of the political party that is in power, this anonymous machine can serve as one-day means of leverages when the moment comes to accelerate the economic collapse of the nation-states, because these will not be able indefinitely sustain such mass. They will not be able to indefinitely sustain such mass salaries without having going into debt beyond their means. On the other hand, this same machine will give an image cold and uncaring of the government apparatus and how this complex machine, useless in many of its functions, will serve as a cover and protection against the populations. For who would dare to venture through the mazes of such a labyrinth in order to assert his per personal grievances? Always during this period of general intoxication, we shall always take advantage of it to buy or eliminate. According to the necessities of the moment, all the company directors, the persons in charge of the major bodies of state, centers of scientific research, among which the action and the efficiency would risk to give too much or to the nation states, will risk to give too much power to the nation states. There's a typo on this. The state should not absolutely become an independent strength in itself, which would risk to escape us and to put in danger our ancestral plans. We shall also watch to have an absolute control on all the supranational structures of the nations. These international bodies must be placed under absolute jurisdiction. In the same sense, and to guarantee the profitability of our influence with the populations, we shall have to control all the news media. Our banks will thus see to finance only those who are favorable to us, whereas they will oversee the closure of the more recalcitrant, it should go almost unnoticed in principle in the populations whom they will be absorbed by their needs to make more money and to entertain themselves. Wow, man. There's a little bit left to go on this one, and then there's another document called The Red Dawn 1985, and I'm going to go through that one. A little bit left of this, but this this is pretty good, right? I think it's pretty good. Let me know what you think. I love that. For who would dare to venture through the mazes of such a labyrinth? 
in order to assert his personal grievances. Yeah, who would be willing to do such a thing? That's wild. Okay, so moving on, it goes on to say, we shall have to take care with finalizing from now on the phase of deregionalization of the rural regions begun at the beginning of the economic crisis of 1929. Overcrowding the cities was our bedfellow of the Industrial Revolution. The rural owners, by their economic independence, their capacity to produce the basis of the food supply in the states is a threat for us in our future plans. Piled up in cities, they will be more dependent on our industries to survive. Hmm. That's absolutely... Yep. <laughs> we cannot allow ourselves the existence of groups independent from our power. Thus, let us eliminate the landowners by making them obedient slaves of the industries being under our control. As for others, let us allow them to get organized in agricultural cooperatives that our agents will infiltrate to direct them better according to our future priorities. See? They will get they will attempt to get anything that anybody tries to build for themselves outside of them. It's nuts. Through the state, let us attempt to highlight well the compulsory respect for the diversity of the cultures of the peoples of the religions of the ethnic groups, which are all ways for us to convey the personal freedom before the no notion of national unity, which will allow us to divide better the populations of nation states and so to weaken them in their authority and in their capacity to maneuver. Push through these extreme limits, but on the international plan, this concept in the future will urge the ethnic groups of the various nations to group together to claim individually each their own part of power. That will finish ruining nations and will make them burst in endless wars when nation states will be so weakened by so much infighting quite established on the recognition of the rights of minorities and their independence that the nationalists divide into various culture and religious factions will oppose blindly in fights without outcome. That the youth will have totally lost contact with its roots. Then we can use the United Nations to begin to impose our new world order. Moreover, at that point, the humanitarian, social, and historical ideas of the nation states, nation states will have long since burst under pressure from the internal divisions. End of document. Titled 666, dated end of June 1967, uncovered by Serge Manast in the 90s. Pretty, pretty good eye-opening. It's pretty cool to go along with that and just see, and just see what, what, what these people have planned and it's like it's it's so obvious when you look around you see all that stuff happening with the destruction of religion and the, the separation of of the parents from their children it's happening so we got one more document to get through take a look at this actually you know what I'm gonna read this in a further day because it's pretty much the same same type of thing. I'm going to upload the documents all in one anyway so you guys can read it to yourself. So that was Project Blue Beam, Serge Manast. We went into the Toronto Protocols, into the Bread and Circus document, which I found to be amazing. Let me know what you guys think. Follow, 
like, comment, all those things that they tell you to do. Hit the like button, subscribe, send me an email, follow me on Twitter, say what's up. I'm looking for like-minded people to have some conversations with. I'm always, I'm always down for a chat. So thank you for joining me. I'm Brandon St. One for the brand new World Order podcast. This is the Deep Dive Series, episode two. Stay tuned for some more current events and definitely some more deep dives. So thank you once again. Email me with any questions at the Brave New World Order Podcast at gmail.com. I'm your host, Brandon St. One. Stay positive, question everything, and think for yourself.